Today is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Wednesday, breezy and mostly cloudy, high 70 to 75, west winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Tonight, breezy, mostly cloudy in the evening, then clearing. Lows mid-40s, west winds 15 to 25, decreasing to 10 to 15 after midnight. Thursday, sunny in the morning, becoming partly cloudy. High 75 to 80, west winds 10 to 15. Thursday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain after midnight. Lows around 55, south winds 5 to 15, shifting to the southeast after midnight. Friday, windy and mostly cloudy. Chance of rain showers in the morning, then a slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 75 to 80. Southwest winds 5 to 15, increasing to west 20 to 30 in the afternoon. Chance of precipitation 50%. Friday night, windy and cooler and mostly cloudy. Lows 45 to 50. Saturday, breezy and partly cloudy. High 65 to 70. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Lows 40 to 45. Sunday through Monday night, mostly cloudy. 50% chance of rain, highs 55 to 60, lows around 40, and Tuesday mostly cloudy, 40% chance of rain, highs around 60. A man convicted of capital murder in 1986 in Harris County, Texas, was arrested in Haver earlier this month after allegedly brandishing a knife at another man at the landfill. Scott Edward Mormon, 55, was sentenced to life in prison in 1986 after being convicted by a jury, but was put on parole in June 2015 following his fourth parole review. An official with the board parole says Mormon had completed individual treatment plans that enhanced his chances to maintain full-time employment. Mormon was placed in custody at the Hill County Detention Center on May 12th and faces a pending felony assault with a weapon charge in Hill County District Court. Mormon made an initial appearance on Monday for an extradition hearing and plans to contest his potential extradition back to Texas. At the last minute, an organizer has stepped up to prevent Haver's 4th of July festival from having to be canceled for a third straight year. The event committee that put on the event annually had been in need of a new organizer, and local resident Cassie Denny heeded the call. Denny says plans for this year's event include hamburgers and hot dogs, live music, a flag ceremony, and the playing of the national anthem. It's fully a donation-based event, and the community so far has come forward in terms of uh, donations and stuff like that, so we're very thankful. Longtime event committee members Sherry Simonson and Woody Woodwick are helping to ensure the transition in leadership goes smoothly. Anyone that would like to help put on the festival can contact Denny on Facebook or by phone at 406-402-9021. The Haver Public Schools Board of Trustees convened for a special meeting Tuesday afternoon and unanimously approved a request to add agricultural education courses at the high school. The five courses planning to be offered next school year are Intro to Ag, Plant Science, Animal Science, Ag Leadership, and Ag Business. Superintendent Craig Mueller says students will now be able to sign up for these classes, adding that this is the first time the district is offering courses in agriculture. Also at the meeting, the board approved personnel matters, including the appointment of Cheryl Russell as Director of Special Services, effective July 1st. Russell replaces Carla Gaeta, who has decided to step down after decades of service. The Bureau of Reclamation has announced projected water levels and releases at reclamation-managed reservoirs on the High Line this Memorial Day weekend. At Lake Elwell, also known as Tiber Reservoir, boaters can launch at most boat ramps. The reservoir is about seven feet below normal full pool. The reservoir is expected to fill to full pool levels this summer. Releases to the Marias River are currently near 500 cubic feet per second, with increases expected in early June. 
At Fresno Reservoir, all boat ramps are currently usable. The reservoir is about 14 feet below normal full pool and is expected to draft throughout the summer. Releases to the Milk River are currently near 1,000 CFS to meet irrigation demands. At Nelson Reservoir, boaters should be able to launch at all locations. The reservoir is about 10 feet below full pool, which is below average for this time of year and is expected to draft throughout the summer. The Fort Belknap Reservation has seen a rapid increase in COVID-19 cases. After being at no known active cases of the virus, they announced that between Saturday, May 21st, and Monday, May 23rd, they were notified of 22 new active confirmed positive cases. Then on Tuesday, they reported another 10 new COVID cases. A press release says they encourage everyone to wear masks indoors and in crowded areas, especially for those at high risk or who are immunocompromised. Fort Belknap has free COVID vaccines and booster shots available. To schedule, call the public health nurse, 406 Turning to state news, the Montana Free Press reports that through an emergency rule on Monday, Montana's public health department has eliminated nearly all options for transgender people to update their birth certificates to reflect their gender identity. The agency's move skirts the instructions of a Billings District Court judge who last month issued a temporary injunction of Senate Bill 280, a 2021 law requiring surgery and a court order to amend the sex on a birth certificate. Without SB 280's requirements in effect, DPHHS said there was no regulatory mechanism to process birth certificate change requests, and the department needed to create a new one. The emergency rule, which went into effect immediately and will likely be in place for months while a lawsuit challenging SB 280 proceeds, allows changes to the sex on a person's birth certificate in only two cases, evidence of DNA or genetic testing showing that the originally listed sex is inaccurate or evidence of a data entry error at the time the birth certificate was created. Neither option offers an avenue for transgender people to update the sex on their personal identification documents. The Billings Police Department says an officer fatally shot a 36-year-old man Monday evening after responding to a report of an assault with a weapon. Billings Police state that officers responded at 11.19 p.m. to the 4800 block of King Avenue East to a report of a man assaulting a woman with a firearm. The suspect fled in a vehicle when approached, and the shooting took place when he was confronted and pulled a gun on an officer, according to Police Chief Rich St. John. The investigation is ongoing. Kaiser Health News reports that fentanyl has taken root in Montana and in communities across the Mountain West during the pandemic. Montana law enforcement officials have intercepted record numbers of pale blue pills made to look like prescription opioids such as Oxycontin. In the first three months of 2022, the Montana Highway Patrol seized over 12,000 fentanyl pills, more than three times the number from all of 2021. Overdose deaths are disproportionately affecting Native Americans. In Montana, the opioid overdose death rate for indigenous people was twice that of white people from 2019 to 2021, according to the State Department of Public Health and Human Services. The Rocky Mountain Tribal Leaders Council, a consortium of Montana and Wyoming tribes, is working with the Montana Healthcare Foundation on a feasibility study for a treatment center operated by tribes to build capacity specifically for tribal members. Tribes across both states have passed resolutions supporting the effort. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks game wardens are seeking help to identify a man who is suspected of illegally killing a turkey just feet from a home south of Roundup at around 5.30 p.m. May 2nd. Security cameras at the home on Ambush Road caught footage of the man, who was dressed all in camouflage and driving a black four-door pickup with a matching topper. Anyone with possible information about the incident is encouraged to call the FWP Violation Reporting Hotline 1-800-TIPMONT. They may be eligible for a cash reward of as much as $1,000. And now taking a look at wheat prices for today. We've seen a dime drop in prices, both winter and spring, for all counties in our area. Daily prices per bushel for Hill County 
Winter wheat down to $11.72. Spring wheat, $12.03. Blaine County winter, $11.62. Spring, $11.98. Liberty, $11.77 for winter, $12.03 for spring. Shoto, $11.72 for winter, $12.03 for spring. And Phillips, $11.57 for winter, $11.93 for spring. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Richard A. Rick Irvin, 81, passed away due to natural causes at his residence Friday, May 20th. Cremation has taken place, and memorial services will be 10 a.m. Friday, June 3rd, at Holland and Bonine Funeral Home. Deacon Tim Maroney will officiate. Floyd Witt, 92, a retired real estate broker of Haver, passed away in the comfort of his own home December 26th, 2021, surrounded by his loving family. Cremation has taken place, and a celebration of Floyd's life will be 11 a.m. Wednesday, June 1st, at Fifth Avenue Christian Church. His family suggests memorial donations be made in Floyd's memory to the Shriners Hospitals for Children or the Haver Elk Scholarship Fund. Mabel Dolores Ball, 83, passed away due to natural causes at the Karen Comfort Home Friday, May 20th. Funeral services will be held 10 a.m. Thursday, May 26th at First Lutheran Church. Pastor Megan Haywish will officiate. Burial to follow in Highland Cemetery. Dolores' family suggests memorial donations be made in her memory to the Karen Comfort Home or the charity of the donor's choice. Lyle K. Ophis, 83, passed away at the Big Sandy Medical Center May 20th. A funeral mass will be held at St. Margaret Mary's Catholic Church in Big Sandy Friday, May 27th, 11 a.m. James L. Jim Lowen, 66, passed away after a lengthy battle with cancer at Benefice Healthcare Wednesday, May 18th. Cremation has taken place, and a celebration of Jim's life will be held 2 p.m. Thursday, May 26th. That's tomorrow. At the Fifth Avenue Christian Church, Pastor Rick Hotcher will officiate. Jim's family suggests memorial donations be made in his memory to Haver Trails, Friends of Beaver Creek Park, or the charity of the donor's choice. And that's going to do it for this Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everyone have a great rest of your Wednesday and stay safe out on those roads.